Chapter Five of the Bobbsey Twins on the Deep Blue Sea by Laura Lee Hope. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Off for Florida. There were many matters to be attended to at the Bobbsey home before the start could be made for Florida. Mr. Bobbsey had to leave someone in charge of his lumber business, and Mrs. Bobbsey had to plan for shutting up the house while the family were away. Sam and Dinah would go on a vacation while the others were in Florida, they said, and the pet animals, Snap and Snoop, would be taken care of by kind neighbors. "'What are you doing, Freddy?' his mother asked him one day, when she heard him and Flossie hurrying about in the playroom, while Mrs. Bobbsey was sorting over clothes to take on the trip. "'Oh, we're getting out some things we want to take,' the little boy answered. "'Our playthings, you know.' "'Can I take two of my dolls?' Flossie asked. "'I think one will be enough,' her mother said. "'We can't carry much baggage, and if we go out on the deep blue sea in a motor-boat, we shall have very little room for any toys. Take only one doll, Flossie, and let that be a small one.' "'All right,' Flossie answered. Mrs. Bobbsey paid little attention to the small twins for a while, as she and Nan were busy packing. Bert had gone down to the lumberyard office on an errand for his father. Pretty soon there arose a cry in the playroom. "'Mother, make Freddy stop!' exclaimed Flossie. "'What are you doing, Freddy?' his mother called. "'I'm not doing anything,' he answered, as he often did when Flossie and he were having some little trouble. "'He is too doing something,' Flossie went on. "'He splashed a whole lot of water on my doll.' "'Well, it's a rubber doll, and water won't hurt,' Freddy answered. "'Anyhow, I didn't mean to.' "'There, he's doing it again,' cried Flossie. "'Make him stop, mother.' "'Freddy, what are you doing?' demanded Mrs. Bobbsey. "'Nan,' she went on in a lower voice, "'you go and peep in. "'Perhaps Flossie is just too fussy.' "'Before Nan could reach the playroom,' which was down the hall from the room where Mrs. Bobbsey was sorting over the clothes in a large closet. Flossie cried again. There, now you got me all over wet. Oh, dear, exclaimed Mrs. Bobbsey, laying aside a pile of garments. I suppose I'll have to go and see what they are doing. Before she could reach the playroom, however, Nan came back along the hall. She was laughing, but trying to keep quiet about it so Flossie and Freddie would not hear her. "'What is it?' asked Mrs. Bobbsey. "'What are they doing?' "'Freddie is playing with his toy fire engine,' Nan said, "'and he must have squirted some water on Flossie, for she is wet.' "'Much?' "'No, only a little.' "'Well, he mustn't do it,' said Mrs. Bobbsey. "'I guess they are so excited about going to Florida "'that they really don't know what they are doing.' Mrs. Bobbsey peered into the room where the two smaller twins had gone to play. Flossie was trying different dresses on a small rubber doll she had picked out to take with her. On the other side of the room was Freddy with his toy fire engine. It was one that could be wound up, and it had a small pump and a little hose that spurted out real water when a tank on the engine was filled. Freddy was very fond of playing fireman. "'There, he's doing it again,' cried Flossie, just as her mother came in. "'He's getting me all wet. Mother, make him stop.' Mrs. Bobbsey was just in time to see Freddy start his toy fire engine, 
and a little spray of water did shower over his twin sister. Freddy, stop it!' cried his mother. "'You know you mustn't do that.' "'I can't help it,' Freddy said. "'Nonsense! You can't help it? Of course you can help squirting water on your sister.' "'He can so,' pouted Flossie. "'No, mother, I can't, honest,' said Freddy. "'The hose of my fire engine leaks, and that makes the water squirt out on Flossie. I didn't mean to do it. I'm playing there's a big fire, and I have to put it out. And the hose busts, just like it does at real fires, and everybody gets all wet. I didn't do it on purpose.' "'Oh, I thought you did,' said Flossie. "'Well, if it's just make-believe, I don't mind. "'You can splash me some more, Freddy.' "'Oh, no, he mustn't,' said Mrs. Bobbsey, "'trying not to laugh, though she wanted to very much. "'It's all right to make-believe you are putting out a fire, Freddy boy, "'but after all the water is really wet, "'and Flossie is damp enough now. "'If you want to play, you must fix your leaky hose.' "'All right, mother, I will,' promised the little boy. One corner of the room was his own special place to play with the toy fire engine. A piece of oilcloth had been spread down, so water would not harm anything, and here Freddy had many good times. There really was a hole in the little rubber hose of his engine, and the water did come out where it was not supposed to. That was what made Flossie get wet, but it was not much.' "'And anyhow, it didn't hurt her rubber doll,' said Freddy. "'No, she likes it,' Flossie said. "'And I like it too, Freddy, if it's only make-believe fun.' "'Well, don't do it any more,' said Mrs. Bobbsey. "'You'll soon have water enough all around you "'when you sail on the blue sea, and that ought to satisfy you. "'Mend the hole in your fire-engine hose, Freddy, dear.' "'All right, mother,' he answered. "'Anyhow, I guess I'll play something else now.' Toot, toot, the fire's out, he called, and Mrs. Bobbsey was glad of it. Freddy put away his engine, which he and Flossie had to do with all their toys when they were done playing with them, and then ran out to find Snap, the dog with which he wanted to have a race up and down the yard, throwing sticks for his pet to bring back to him. Flossie took her rubber doll and went over to Helen Porter's house while Nan and Mrs. Bobbsey went back to the big closet to sort over the clothes, some of which would be taken on the Florida trip with them. "'I'm going to take my fire engine with me,' Freddy said, when he had come in after having had fun with Snap. "'Do you mean on the ship?' asked Nan. "'Yes, I'm going to take my little engine on the ship with me. But first I'm going to have the hose mended.' "'You won't need a fire engine on a ship,' said Mrs. Bobbsey. "'Oh, I might,' answered Freddy. "'Sometimes ships get on fire, and you've got to put the fire out. "'I'll take it all right.' "'Well, we'll hope our ship doesn't catch fire,' remarked his mother. "'When Mr. Bobbsey came home to supper that evening, and heard what had happened, "'he said there would be no room for Freddy's toy engine on the ship. "'The trip we are going to take isn't like going to Meadowbrook,' "'or to Uncle William's seashore home,' said the father of the Bobbsey twins. "'We can't take all the trunks and bags we would like to, "'for we shall have to stay in two small cabins or staterooms on the ship, "'and perhaps we shall have even less room "'when we get on the boat with Cousin Jasper, if we go on a boat. "'So we can't take fire engines and things like that.' 
"'But supposing the ship gets on fire?' asked Freddy. "'We hope it won't,' said Mr. Bobbsey. "'But if it does, there are pumps and engines already on board. "'They won't need yours, Freddy boy, "'though it is very nice of you to think of taking it.' "'Can't I take any toys?' "'I think you won't really need them,' his father said. "'Once we get out on the ocean, there will be so much to see "'that you will have enough to do without playing with the toys you use here at home. "'Leave everything here,' I say. "'If you want toys, we can get them in Florida, "'and perhaps such different ones that you will like them even better than your old ones.' "'Could I take my little rubber doll?' asked Flossie. "'Yes, I think you might do that,' her father said with a smile at the little girl. "'You can squeeze your rubber doll up smaller if she takes up too much room.' So it was arranged that way. At first, Freddie felt sad about leaving his toy fire engine at home. But his father told him perhaps he might catch a fish at sea, and then Freddie began saving all the string he could find out of which to make a fish line.' Finally, the last trunk and valise had been packed. The railroad and steamship tickets had been bought. Sam and Dinah got ready to go and stay with friends. Snap and Snoop were sent away, not without a rather tearful parting on the part of Flossie and Freddie. And then the Bobbsey family was ready to start for Florida. They were to go to New York by train, and as nothing much happened during that part of the journey, I will skip over it. I might say, though, that Freddy took from his pocket a ball of string, which he was going to use for his fishing, and the string fell into the aisle of the car. Then the conductor came along, and his feet got tangled in the cord, dragging the ball boundingly after him halfway down the coach. Hello, what's this? the conductor cried in surprise. Oh, that's my fish line, answered Freddy. Well, you've caught something before you reached the sea, said the ticket taker as he untangled the string from his feet, and all the other passengers laughed. After a pleasant ride, the Bobbsey twins reached New York, and after spending a night in a hotel and going to a moving picture show, they went on board the ship the next morning. The ship was to take them down the coast to Florida, where Cousin Jasper was ill in a hospital. Though Mr. Bobbsey had had a letter just before leaving home, in which Mr. Dent said he was feeling much better. "'All aboard! All aboard!' called an officer on the ship, when the Bobbseys had left their baggage in the stateroom, where they were to stay during the trip. "'All ashore that's going ashore!' "'That means everyone must get off who isn't going to Florida,' said Bert, who had been on a ship once before with his father. Bells jingled, whistles blew, people hurried up and down the gangplank, or bridge from the dock to the boat, and at last the ship began to move. Mr. and Mrs. Bobbsey were waving goodbye to friends on the pier, and Nan and Bert were looking at the big buildings of New York, when Mrs. Bobbsey turned, putting away the handkerchief she had been waving, and asked, "'Where are Flossie and Freddie?' "'Aren't they here?' asked Mr. Bobbsey quickly. "'No,' answered his wife. "'Oh, where are they?' The two little Bobsey twins were not in sight. End of chapter 5